New card. What do you think? Get over here! That man is playing Galaga. I understood that reference. You shall not pass! So say we all. So say we all. Run with me. It's adamantium tasting time, boys. Well, maybe it's your number one. All wings report in. This is the Best Damn Nerd Show. I am your host, my twin alchemist, James Kincaid. With me tonight, Imperial Commissar Jeff Budd. Keep it down, dude. I'm reading. <laughs> reading when the visual gags are back, babies. Reading a white dwarf. Chief <laughs> Star Labs, Mark Truex. What's up? And Hi. Hall of Fame cyber athlete, Jonathan Craig. Well, hello, everybody. How's Valheim going, John? Uh, it's not going good. So I, I ventured off into the swamp for the first time. I made it like 10 steps into the swamp. I was surrounded by enemies and I died. And I've been, I was so far from my home that I just haven't ventured back to collect my things yet. I just logged off on the spot and I, I don't know if I'll ever go back. Honestly, like I, I, that might be the end of my character's run. I, I had noticed. Fun. That... <laughs> uh, it's fun in like a, if you in like a you know you have to do chores and you have to like there's a bedtime and things like that yeah but you do chores yeah. in red dead too and that's fun <laughs> i noticed this you haven't asked me to with you lately so i figure something has bad has to happen i mean i i i will say i do have to play in the discord though because i've explored a lot more of the map since the last time we I, I streamed it for you. So I will log back on and collect my things at some point. I, I feel I I had worked up so much courage to go into the swamp and then I died so quickly in there and so far from home that I'm just I just need a breather is all. But I will yeah. be back. I will be back. Good. Well I look forward to that. And you Maybe. mentioned the Discord. Bestamnerdshow.com slash Discord if you want to uh join in uh as well. How how are the rest of you guys doing Mark? What's new with you? I am deep into reading secret wars right now actually the the old 1980s crossover event for marvel and Why are you uh scoffing at it i'm not scoffing at it i'm excited yeah. about it i mean it's not as good as the god wheel from ultraverse which you can yeah hear because they got to stand about. on the shoulders of giants it wasn't exactly an original idea you can hear all about the god wheel on the ultra monthly podcast new episode number 33 out this week but jump on uh, now jump on now <laughs> but um no secret wars is good thing so i do far. now for you guys yeah so far it's pretty good I'm, I'm only about four issues in but that's that's my little treat for myself this ultra week frank <laughs> Well, I'm glad, Mark. I, I, I hope I didn't I realize hope... it was written just to sell toys, or at least that's what the introduction from Tom DeFalco is kind of like. Is like they needed a new toy line, and so I, they those wrote were the this... first superhero toys I ever had were the Secret Wars toys, and that's super cool because like I look back on that toy line, I'm like, yeah, all these characters are in there, and yeah. interesting, just because you know I'm not well versed in the Marvel uh, uh, of the later years. Uh, or earlier years, however you want to look at it, but that the Iron Man was actually Rhodey. Yeah, it was Rhodey at the time. Yeah. yeah, that's pretty neat. So the first Iron Man action figure is actually Rhodey. Yeah. Well, it's not the first Iron Man action figure, I don't think. No, there are older Iron Man action yeah. figures, but like the first ones from like probably our lifetime. Mm. 
Yeah. Seminal. You know how exciting it is to have a Kang the Conqueror action figure? There's not a lot out there. The Absorbing that... Man? Did he ever get one? I have an Absorbing Man action figure, but not mm. from Secret Wars. Yeah, but that was pretty cool. And then I like the uh, the lady bad guys that they introduced, Titania, and uh, what's her name? Like Flama? I already don't remember. Oh, it's but like uh, Doctor Doom. Just all of a sudden, like Vol- I'm making Volcano. lady bad guys. It's like, where did these ladies yeah. come from? You didn't have any. Keep reading. Keep reading. Okay. <laughs> yeah, keep reading. I'm Mark. coming on. Yeah, no, no. Please hard. criticize the story before you finish it. I'm... Hard hitting things on this side from the '80s. Victor Von Doom doesn't just make people materialize. He's got a, a <laughs> he's got a plan. Well, he, got, he, got brought faith, there. Mark. he got brought there from the Beyonder. I haven't seen him bring anyone with him in his pockets. I'm just Jeff, saying, what have you been up just to? comes out of nowhere. Well, I've been debating Mark about the Secret Wars. That's why <laughs> <laughs> somebody's got to hold the line, especially the guy who loaned it to him. I loaned it to him thinking he was going to enjoy it. You know, it's I'm, I, I am enjoying it. Okay, I'm we'll glad say, I am enjoying it. Um, it's a great collection of yeah. characters. It's great. I like that it's Smart Hulk. I thought that was a newer concept. Oh no, yeah, Bruce Banner not... in Hulk's body. He's like, hey, I have like you know, speech. And brain. all right, that's basically how the story went. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. That's and Magneto is. bangs Wasp. What's that about? Was she single at the time? He was single at the time. Dude, he was just like, two, two hey, I kidnapped you. You want to bang? And she's like, well, it's like, well, I don't know. We're on this alien planet. Let's yeah. sure. It was in the matter of two panels. She went from absolute disgust to F it. Let's do it. It's a thin line between love and hate. Oh, so there's only like 12 issues. We got to get going here. Yeah. We don't have time <laughs> for this. Story. It brings questions. I think it's a problem with kids nowadays anyway. Too much hesitation. You know what I mean? You just got to go for it. Make your move. Jump right in. You lose more money with indecision. That's true. All right, move, moving right along. Jeff, you got anything else? Any any current affairs that you want to talk about? Uh, no, I mean, uh, wait, you want me to talk about the no. vaccine? Is no, you don't have to do that. I mean, no. If you start flopping and twitching, I'll, I'll inform people. Wait, was that? I was, Mark? I was injected up in Anaheim, so I've got the like the Disney vaccine. <laughs> Good. Ooh, that's, the that's, that's why I was uh, going so hard for the bad batch. <laughs> did you All at least? Well, did you, did they at least give you a funnel cake on the way out? No, they had a they had a da they had a, some soda, which I believe they had at Mark's location as well too. Right? We didn't have any soda. Oh, they were like, really? get back out in the rain. Go home. <laughs> they make you suffer no uh, my 15 minutes to make sure that you weren't like flopping all over the place. Something something tells me that's oh, not they entirely accurate. They definitely made us sit in this like high school gym for 15 minutes and watched us and make us watch these videos of like side effects. And <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> There's no oh, free wait, we soda. We didn't have to watch videos, but um, yeah. Uh, I take free it? soda. Uh, I was at the Anaheim Convention Center, which is great because it's WonderCon time anyway. So it's where I would have been if uh, we didn't have to do all of this. It's so <laughs> weird just like walking through there and like I was telling Mark, not seeing like the old racist Looney Tune cartoons that they would play. <laughs> or was it, it was Tom and Jerry and then everybody in the audience was uncomfortable. <laughs> and then the guy had to come out on mic and defend Jerry. it. Very. Yeah. <laughs> Lots of characters getting like all the Tom and Jerry yeah, cartoons to play. That's a tough job. One. That's that's on them. That's their bad. All right. I, I want to circle back to to something to kick things off here that we've fallen away from. And that is our bracket battles. 
And mm. uh, being that the actual March Madness that inspired them is is currently going on, I, I figured what what a time uh, to to circle back to it. And let's let's go back to Mortal Kombat versus Street Fighter, which was an exciting one that really caught on in the Discord in terms of anticipation. And then we just sort of abandoned it. So I so I wanted to kick it around some ideas like so on many how DNS this... projects. <laughs> Absolutely, <laughs> but let's that'll let's... be this podcast in like six months too. <laughs> let's not. Okay. Hey, come on, you know, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> for like the tenth time. Uh, uh, but I, I want to talk about the, the Mortal Kombat versus Street Fighter bracket and sort of just settle out how we want to do this. Uh, we're, okay. we're thinking heroes versus villains. So a, a 32 combatant bracket. Mm. So there's Sounds be right. 16 Sounds like the right villains, number. 16 heroes. The heroes all on one side vying for the right to face the last villain standing. Go I ahead. don't know. I, you know. Because I get that you have 16 heroes on one side whittling it down to the best hero versus the best villain. I kind right. of feel Shout like on. I feel like if you're breaking it up into your coordinates, right? Uh, you can have one side being uh, the eight heroes of Street Fighter and then the eight heroes of Mortal Kombat. So you find out who's the best on that side, make them compete. So that like way, that. ultimately, the finalists on you know each side of the brackets, it could be a Street Fighter versus Street Fighter a hero versus villain. It could be a Mortal Kombat hero versus villain, but kind of arranging out. Or it could be villain versus villain. How is that any different than what James had said, though? You're talking about having all the heroes on one side, all the villains on one side? Isn't that what you just said? No, 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 no. No, it's half and half. So on one side, you have hero, street fighter, villain, Mortal Kombat. And then the Mm. other side of the bracket to get down to the final two is... So your potential final matchups would be street fighter hero versus Mortal Kombat hero. Street Fighter villain versus Mortal Kombat villain, or one hero from one and one villain from the other. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I feel like this is a tricky situation because I thought the narrative was basically the hero. We're trying to defeat the are, villains. Yeah, we're trying to defeat the villains. And it's like, what if you ended up with two? What if you ended up with like uh, M. Bison two villains and, and Shao Kahn in the end, or something like that? Mm-hmm. That, that would, would be, be weird. a great matchup. But but but, Shao Kahn is but if you have all villains on one side and all heroes on the other, that might be a matchup that you just get. Yeah, on exactly. way to the grand final so that's what we got to think too are we robbing the bracket of great matchups on the way to a grand final if we do something like that or do, do we just write a fantasy battle of ryu versus shao Kahn now and save everybody some trouble uh i do think that will be the that's what i'm hoping for for the finals will be mm. yeah. uh if we if we do this thing in I, our I, completely I, non-rigged tournament striker versus rain i'm oh. just saying it's it there's the outside chance it could happen. God, I don't want Stryker making this tournament. Stryker's making the tournament because, okay, you said He's the only one that brought a gun. Sounds great. What about 64? Twice as good. <laughs> <laughs> it's like I 80% we were just, Mortal Kombat characters. We're going from, what, which Mortal Kombat did Stryker first appear in? Was he in three? Three. Fuck. Okay, so yeah. he's so he's even technically the available. Trilogy, bitch. He's technically available. Oh, yeah. Are we are we only going like... I, I, I thought the original... No, I the original uh, plan was to go by the first three Mortal Kombat's, right? To make it more sort of manageable. Ooh, or we can expand right. it out. I mean, I, I, don't ma- I don't know if it really matters. Street Fighters? I don't know if it really matters. Yeah, which, which, yeah, how are you going to do Street Fighter? Because aren't there like 15 Street Fighter 2's? They just wouldn't let that game go. Well, it was the best one. Well, I think you would yeah. do like Super Turbo, which probably has the most expansive roster. Does that include the Alpha people? Because I kind of want to drop in a couple guys from Final Fight. I'd like to see Cody and Guy in there. Alpha... Yeah, that I would think that's Street Fighter three. And it'd be cool to see Stryker versus um God. Who's that guy? Is it 
What's his name? He's the guy? Uh, Night Wolf. No, fuck. From Street Fighter 2. Uh, Dan. When you love oh, Dan Striker Hibiki, versus dude. Dan. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Dan versus anybody is a great matchup. Well, well I guess we'll, we'll take it to the Discord. But I, I can tell you 100% that Johnny Cage will be involved in our tournament, even though it's looking like he's not in the Mortal Kombat movie. Ridiculous. Absurd. The movie stinks already. <laughs> yeah, you're not on board. I'm not. Because not only do you not include Johnny Cage, which is ridiculous because of what a main character. It, it, if anything, he's a more important character now with the latest three games than he was in the past. But then you're also going to introduce a completely made up character because the Mortal Kombat roster is not thick enough to take anybody who's already in the mythos and squeeze them into the movie. And you're going to have most of the story revolve around that guy. I don't give a shit. Uh, the early returns that I've heard about that character, too, are not good. So, yeah, I'm not not enthused about that. I do hope that somehow the Mortal Kombat movie is good, but uh, Speaking yeah, about Liu Kang again. Who cares? Yeah, exactly. It, awesome. should be, it should be about Liu Kang. The first game or the first movie did it so well. I mean, the first yeah. game did it so well, too, I guess. Yeah, not wrong either way in no. either case. But anyway, uh, we will we will take this to the Illuminati and you will have your Mortal Kombat versus Street Fighter bracket uh very soon we're going to take our first break uh on the other side i want to get mark and jeff's thoughts on all the 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 turning tide in the restore the snyderverse movement and everything that's going on there mark and i don't even know if he watched uh the zack snyder's justice league so we'll talk about that on the other side in the best damn nerd show hey everyone chris seglia here ceo of the tenno media network i would like to say thank you for checking out one of our podcasts but we need your help. You can support Tenno in a multitude of ways. By going to our website and checking out our latest podcasts, by buying some sweet merch, joining our Discord, or getting early and exclusive access to all content via our Patreon. Your support means the world to us, and you can find everything on our website, www.10-o.gg. That's T-E-N-O.gg. Thank you again. And now, back to the show. It's me, Iron Sh- No, uh, Iron Nerd Minmaxer, Hanzo Gonzo, inviting you into Kitchen- No, 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 no. Uh, the Tenno Media Arena to see whose nerdiness will reign sup- No, no, we're gonna get sued. If you- Uh, will triumph a lotly. Come check out all the battles on the Tenno Media Network Patreon, or you can just skip to the parts where Steve physically breaks something for no reason. See you there. Hey, you. This is Sweet Johnny Cage from Tenno. I'm here to tell you about the next big thing coming in hot from our production house. It's called the Game Club Podcast. Join me and our diverse panel of game masters as we discuss our experiences playing some of our favorite video games. Whether it's a remake of a classic game from our childhoods, a game we might have missed during the height of its release, or a brand new title that tickled our collective fancy, you're sure to love what we have to say. Who knows, maybe you'll learn something about a game you never considered playing. I know I have. Find us on Spotify under Game Club today. Welcome back to the Best Damn Nerd Show. James Kincaid alongside Jeff Budd, Mark Trex, and John Craig. And we are going to dive right back into the maelstrom that is the Snyderverse, the Restore the Snyderverse uh, movement, all of the turmoil at Warner Media and all that 
good or bad stuff, depending on on how you look at it. Uh, but before we get into the latest with that, I, I wanted to get Mark. Did you watch Zack Snyder's Justice League? I did. What did you think? <laughs> I liked it. <laughs> I liked Shocker it so to much. no one, but I'm glad you enjoyed it. Dude, I am eyes wide open looking for a good time. And and Zachy Snides, dude, he delivered. Not only did I get all the parts that I already liked in the first film, I also got Martian Manhunter, you know, pretty dope. I, I got I got some extra action. I got no random Russian family running from tornadoes or whatever. <laughs> you got it no random Jer- Russian family, but Martian Manhunter Leto. was pretty random. <laughs> Jared Leto was in it. Martian Manhunter. I mean, could have been a little more. It's fine. Uh, but great to see him. Uh, I felt mm. like I felt like Cyborg was an actual character. I felt like the Flash was an actual character. Flash in there. was great. Yeah. Uh, Dark Side. Come on. Come on. Uh, yeah, it was uh, great. One of my biggest grievances of the original cut of Justice League was that Stephen Wolf was just. Yeah. It yeah. was just like this herald of like, oh, but wait till you see Dark Side. Like, all right, like we saw him, dope. That was excellent. Um, it didn't feel like four hours in the slightest, not in the slightest. Uh, the only thing that really drug it down was Lois Lane. Maybe I'm over I, Amy. T- Adams. Technically, you did squeeze it in over two sittings, though. I did. I did. <laughs> I have children. They take might time. have might might have helped the runtime feel. Well known fact. Yeah, just children just take point time. of order on that, Mark. That uh, on balance, it might Dude, not have you felt said, like four hours because you you sat my, my, down at two no, different no, no, times. No, no, no. You sound my like daughter Sarnoff watched. Right <laughs> my my <laughs> just, daughter could watched never be me. released in theaters. It's Dude, four hours long. Did I mention it's four hours? Fuck Zack Snyder. No, my daughter was heartbroken by the idea that Superman was dead. She's a four year old, and she was like, "Where's Superman? He's gone." Why? I'm like, wasn't she paid to see him die in the beginning of the movie? She was invested. <laughs> then when he came back, dude, boom, fireworks! It was amazing. So much feels, so much heart. Uh, Snyderverse, let's bring it back. Why not? Great. I'm I'm glad you enjoyed it. I'm, I, I, dude, I, I'm gonna watch it again i got another four hours this next weekend i i have watched it again jeff i know we watched it together uh that was a lot of to, fun yeah together like that four was... hours though <laughs> yeah definitely well we so watched long. it in one sitting as it was intended uh but just i i, think I would I, argue I, against that i tried as much to impart sort of your takes on things when we when davis and i talked about it jeff but uh if you have anything just about the the snyder cut in general before we dive into all the the drama surrounding it since then yeah, I mean, I enjoyed it, but then I watched Mahler's Unbridled Rage video about it. Now I don't think I enjoyed it anymore. Oh, no, don't let that influence <laughs> it's like you. He really picked it apart. It's like, you know what? He's right about a lot of this. Um, I, there are things about the, the Whedon cut that I wish were included. We talked about this. I like when Aquaman was holding the, the, lasso, the lasso and, and told the truth. I thought that was a good joke. And it, yeah, it does kind of give you a little bit more as far as like his mindset and the things. I think that this movie was a pleasant surprise. Um, because I did not have any faith in Zack Snyder doing Superman right. And Superman's personality was pretty, pretty much, much the same in both films. I mean, there were just a few other comments in the Whedon one, but I mean, that also had the weird CGI face. So, you know, pick your poison. I thought all of that was good. I didn't like the Russian family, so I was glad that they were gone. Also, I don't know if you guys remember this in the Whedon one, but there's like this weird cut where it just like goes to wonder woman and she's like smiling or like shaking her head 
because uh, somebody said something stupid. It was like during the final battle. And I was just like, that's such a like a weird reaction shot. It was just <laughs> dumb, and it was something that yeah it was added in later. So I, I'm glad that that wasn't included in the Snyder thing at all. Like, just rend her it was career. So corny. Yeah, I don't. <laughs> But I mean, yeah. Overall, overall, I thought it was good. It was good to see Dark Side. I I still enjoyed it. I'd like to see more with this universe, I guess. Well, too um, bad. Yeah, maybe, <laughs> well, maybe so, maybe not. I thought we were doing multiverse stuff. If we're bringing Michael Keaton back as Batman, can't we just do everything? That's the whole, that, we're, we're, that's yeah. the whole point. Like, why? Why, like. why would they? Why would they say not to do this? Why would Ansarnoff say that we're not doing it when it's like, yeah, we're doing the multiverse stuff? So why couldn't this just be? A, a part of it. One of the rumors I, now I, is is that the Flash movie is going to kill the Snyderverse, like that. Whatever how, timeline how stream, even, they, they close up. I mean, they could punch a Flash it, like, movie that was already going on and had nothing to do with a, yeah. the Snyder yeah. universe at all. All of a sudden, it's going to kill the Snyderverse. And the beauty of a multiverse maybe, is maybe that you can gonna... pick it up and leave oh, it whenever you like, want. Yeah, yeah exactly. Flashpoint paradox, and then it's a slightly yeah, like the new Fifty Two yeah. or whatever. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. We'll see I what mean, happens there. Mark, Mark, to that end, like I, I feel like Ansarnoff just didn't need to say anything. Like, if you're not like, don't you don't have to declare that the Snyderverse is dead. If you're not, if you don't want to do Dude. another Snyder movie for a second, just wait a second. But like, wait, don't, yeah, exactly. Why are you going out and saying that it's dead? Like, that's that's the worst thing you could. Do. I, I know. I know. It, we've just let it lie. I yeah, know we've talked about this a, a bunch on YouTube already, but yeah, why why do that? Why aren't they at least taking a moment to celebrate the fact <laughs> that it got crazy. released? But it's they're crazy. they're not even doing that. They they released it and they're like, all right, that's that's out of the way. Now it's done, so you guys can. And stop we're never doing it again. The, the numbers that they're doing are incredible uh, with yeah. with the Snyder Cut, but they she didn't even want to celebrate the fact that it was successful. It's insane to me that that that's that's the move that they're making. Maybe she's not meant long for that position. Dude, that, it's that's big, what we're it's saying. Big Mark. Corporate warfare. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. It is. Turn yeah. around. And she yeah. has become, she's become the greatest villain in the DCEU right now, dude. With that that piece that she did for Variety, she has a target firmly painted on her, and dude, you she's know, just getting knocked it's around. Better to just say nothing. Just say less, Ansarnoff. Just say less. Like, yeah. it, whether or not you guys are going to do another Schneider movie anytime soon. Just don't say it. That's it. That's the solution. You know, kill it, <laughs> revive it, whatever you got to do. Just don't go out and do an interview three days later saying that it's not coming back <laughs> and just... give us the air cut. God damn it. Now, now I want it out of principle. Yeah. There's a movement coming in April though, to restore the Snyder verse. Yes. It's going on right good. now. There's there's a specific day I thought where everyone's supposed to like spam, spam. the internet and take yeah. it. Is there? A if I did my yes. research, I would tell you what that day is. <laughs> Hold on, I'm, 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 someone I'm, commented I'm, on one of our videos with it. Let me pull it up. Yeah, and Davis Sorry, was talking. About there was like a it. lot. There was actually a lot of comments of that day. Restore <laughs> yeah. the Snyderverse. Let's see. What, like what April twelfth or no? That's my anniversary. <laughs> Another important day. Okay, I got it. All right, all right. What is what is Snyder birthday? Pastor, Pastor I knew there was about this day. Like, oh. gotta remember. <laughs> Joe, Joe's just like Mark. You ready for today? Oh yeah, I'm ready to restore the Snyder verse, babe. I'm hashtagging all day, girl. Don't worry. <laughs> he's like he's like stretching his. That's thumbs. how Mark's marriage ends. <laughs> Hey, but at least he might get another movie out of it. <laughs> Restore, Restore the Trex verse. 
<laughs> God damn. All Go right, ahead, so, John. So Pastor Donka on YouTube says, Ready the Armada on April 19th, 2021 at UTC 2.14 p.m. We will trend. Restore the Snyderverse. Hashtag worldwide. Exactly one month prior to Warner Media upfronts. Our target is, is set at 2.14 million tweets. There it is. Okay. Right. Wow. Okay. So they, so they, they, they want to break the record that they already set. Yes. Essentially, because the restore the Snyderverse trend already broke the Avengers Endgame record for for like most trending tweets. In we a should have this guy on, on the podcast. I don't know. This like random YouTube commenter as like the voice of the movement. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's hey, heralding. He's going just he's just going around the channels heralding. Actually, one thing that sometimes I realized, people have greatness thrust upon them. So after we did a couple of these Snyderverse videos on YouTube, I realized that like there is a group of people on youtube that is just going around to every video that posts with that hashtag and commenting on it like it, it's Great. it's a it's they're like they're actively seeking out this to just amplify and make it better so it's like the old youtube videos where people just comment on every video about how much yeah. justin bieber stinks so it's just exactly <laughs> so with that being first. said this, and this is an announcement <laughs> that we're announcing to our fans for the first time like this uh, ever justin bieber <laughs> Whatever. Our show is now 100% dedicated to the Snyderverse. Nasty. Yeah, branded. We're, we're not yeah. doing content on anything else. At this yeah, point, that's what, so. from now we're doing. From now on, we're doing this. We're just. I'm yeah. in. Yeah, and converted the Mark, podcast into doing them. Mark, you took a couple weeks off, and we're more in the tank for the DCEU and the Snyderverse <laughs> than ever, man. This is your dream come true. Is the best. I love really it, work, so Mark. I love it. And let's yeah. just talk about that intro scene for Wonder Woman in Snyder's cut, the the foiled bank robbery suicide no, bomber. This is my favorite part. Oh, it was so good though. Sucked in both. Sucked yeah, in both. Oh. I was not a big fan in either one. Way better now. The way now, those heads went splat. Come on. No, the animation of her blocking the bullets looked goofy in both of them. Dude, you just like a woman in power. Didn't didn't like it, and I liked and I've liked Wonder Woman in the DCEU. Other than I mean, Wonder Woman eighty four was not good, but she made heads go splat. It was great. <laughs> Thanks, Mark. Maybe it would help if I watched it in two sittings, but I didn't. Watch watch this Zack Snyder intended. First of all, one. okay. First of all, about watching it in two sittings, it was designed to be at least in six sittings. The fact that they put in a title part five, part six, with captioned no, headlines just, in between that doesn't mean they want it in different sittings. Dude, no. Have that you watched been... Django Unchained then? The... <laughs> <laughs> Jeff. Django Unchained was in four hours. Okay? Or no, I'm sorry. What was the other one? The, the Hateful The fact Eight. that Snyderverse came and went as a two-parter, a miniseries back and forth because of whatever the studio wanted to jerk around Zach with. Okay. He still came out with a quality product. He put titles in there, and it should have been <laughs> given the breath in between quality episodes. Quality product. He put titles in it, guys. <laughs> yeah. Because he was working towards one end, and then they changed the goal lines on him. Dude, fuck the studio. All right, I, Zach hey, Snyder's a god. I think great time for a YouTube said, video. He just sort of summed everything up. Fuck the studio. Local <laughs> man, the studio said, said fuck, fuck you. Studio. What do you think of that, Mark? <laughs> <laughs> fuck you and fuck your anniversary. Just saying. Yeah. Just oh saying. Yeah, They're gonna show titles, up a week early. Titles. They should have released it out in installments. Can we start a petition to change the Snyderverse day to be Mark's anniversary? <laughs> Two birds, one stone, Mark. Yeah. 
<laughs> both over with. Oh my goodness! Uh, you can I, fit I, the hashtag into your grateful like post on yeah. Facebook. Really would appreciate it. Uh, the, the best thing that happened in my life was when I got married. The second best thing that could happen would be to hashtag restore the Snyderverse. Somehow Snyder knew. <laughs> Uh, all right. I, I, I mean, the Restore the Snyderverse movement is reportedly getting or already has a, a very powerful ally uh, as well. And so I want I want to talk about that. And Jeff, I know you've you've mentioned it a little bit uh, offline or on the discord. And that is that uh, Dwayne The Rock Johnson reportedly is all in on the Snyderverse, wants to give Anne off a rock bottom and a people's elbow uh, and, you know, Take take the Hamada verse, turn it sideways, and stick it straight up and Sarnoff's candy ass. But apparently, The Rock uh, is big fan of what Zack Snyder's doing and very closely tied with Henry Cavill. Jeff, your your sort of thoughts on that? Do you think this will? Yeah, go ahead. What I mean, what are they like share an agent or what's the deal? No, uh, Rock's ex-wife is Henry Cavill's agent, and Rock has good relationship with her. And Rock and Henry Cavill seem to be pretty tight and he's a big fan of henry cavill's superman and yeah the two of them get along really well he's been pushing henry cavill to return as superman uh long before we even knew we were going to get this cut yeah and i mean yeah. he wants black adam to face off with henry cavill's superman which would it, be awesome i'd like to see that too it, it would be yeah. awesome and, and i think Listen, also cast the superman now we got a good superman let's just yeah. stick with it i'm even fine with ignoring the other movies let's just keep the actors at least i like these actors playing those parts they look like them i i completely agree yeah, with that. like we don't want to have to reinvent the whole it's not like zack snyder's narrative was that consistent to begin with so i mean you could pretend those other movies didn't even happen you know, just yeah, let the friend, audience fill in the we're, we're, we're dealing with multiple timelines. They just look the same still. That's fine. Wouldn't keep they the still look the same? Yeah, the that's what think. yeah. <laughs> you know, I just. I mean, Bruce I, Wayne is still Batman pre and post Flashpoint Paradox, so it still yes. would be Ben Affleck. Uh, well, actually, no. In in the in the parrot. Well, yes, pre and post, but during. That's what I'm talking about. Our guy Tomas. Yeah. Uh, but I, I I do think that it's it's important to note that just how powerful the rock is in Hollywood as well right now. I mean, he is one of the very, he's the guy. he is, he's the guy. And for him to come out, and he really and, throws his weight around. He, he does. Yeah. He does not shy away from that. So I, I, I don't think that it really is being overstated that his support of restore the Snyderverse could pay huge dividends in that sort of carrying the day. I, I do think that if the, the rock sort of, uh, throws his weight around, like you said, uh, that that could be sort of a deciding factor for this, which is it's exciting. Especially if Black Adam is a hit. Yeah, or absolutely. Gonna too, be. Whatever the hell they're calling it. Yeah, well, I think it will be. be too. So, yeah, yeah. I mean, we're excited for it. Yeah, just Pierce Brosnan. Come on. Well, I mean, yeah, that just adds to it, honestly. <laughs> oh, so good. Can't wait. <laughs> Uh, and I mean, we don't have the kind of time to like rebuild the universe again. We got a ton of the characters right. already. Let's just go from here. Come on. But I don't think they're trying to have a consistent universe. I think that's the thing. I think that they're that they're <laughs> well. Good news. They don't have a consistent universe. <laughs> they yeah. don't need a, to. A bunch of the multiverse <laughs> and the consistency. Yeah, it's all very unwieldy. Yeah. But I mean, yeah. I mean, I the just take a page out of DC Comics the... books. Exactly. And the yeah. fact that the Arrowverse is such a strong thing for them as well, it can stand on its own and still like morph in and out like they did in Crisis on Infinite Earths uh, storyline on TV where they they uh, had Flash from Snyderverse pop in 
And that yeah, was a exactly. delightful scene. Delightful. Huh. Could do it. Uh, so Black Adam got a release date, January 29th, 2022. It's a long time to wait for it. It feels like it's been five years since The Rock was cast as Black <laughs> Adam. Uh, and I, I am I am excited. I do think the movie is going to be great. You, you mentioned Pierce Brosnan getting cast as Dr. Fate. I think, yeah. that's, I, think, I think that's great casting news. That was a big time nerdgasm for me. And just like they were getting the JSA and everything with with Black Adam. Uh, I, I'm excited for that. Mark, extrapolate. What's, what are your feels for uh, for Black Adam and everything moving forward? Uh, the fact that Black Adam is getting a movie is, is pretty titillating for myself because I, I do love Black Adam as the antihero that he is. I love him as a villain, but I like yeah. that his heart is always in like the quote-unquote right place, but he goes all out for exactly what he wants and the people he cares about. Uh, which makes him an exciting villain. And the fact that they're tying the JSA into it makes total sense with the kind of longevity and, and lifeline that Black Adam would have. Uh, the fact that we can get a Hawkman in this, let alone Adam Smasher and Dr. Fate. Like, Dr. Fate's one of my, my dudes. You put Piercy Bras in that helmet? Come on now. Him and <laughs> Naboo, they're, they're going to make some gold on film. So uh, I can't wait to see it. And because because I remember last summer, uh, it was the DC uh, convention and they were doing the the video edits for Black Adam. And they I think they had Adam Smasher cast and like maybe Cyclone. And that's it. And not like I'm loosely connected with Cyclone. Like I've read some of her JSA stuff with Jeff Johns and. And it, it was good, but like it was just kind of formulating the fact that we're not even a year from there. And like, yeah, they're starting principal production. They have a full cast lined in and we have a release date is exciting because because I mean, we always got to keep in mind. I mean, now is the time where we get so much information about a movie's production so far in advance, aside from like just seeing a trailer and realizing something's happening. I feel like this is actually on a pretty escalated schedule with the amount of information we've got on it to where we are now. Yeah, I totally get that. I, I, and, and, and I'm with you. I, I am, I am very titillated, as you said, for, for black Adam and to see what the rock does with it. I just, I'm ready for it. I, I, I do feel like it's been a while uh, for us to wait to finally see him take to the screen with it. Jeff, where are you yeah, at on yeah. black Adam? I don't have an opinion. I don't really care. All right. Uh, do you have an opinion about uh, the Restore the Snyderverse movement maybe taking a page out of Disney's book and bombing the Godzilla versus Kong reviews, apparently? The Restore the Snyderverse <laughs> movement getting a little militant and attacking Godzilla versus Kong. I know it's on our list to watch, uh, but I immediately thought of you because I was like, ah, this isn't, uh, this isn't a good look, guys. Come on. <laughs> you know? Who's reading Godzilla King Kong reviews? <laughs> like, come on, you know what this movie is. I know it's a piece of shit. I'm still going to go see it. <laughs> Casualty of War, James. Casualty of War. Had to be done. I, mean, I, I kind of feel like damage. that is everything yep. for the Snyder Cut. All right, we have no choice. Yeah. 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 Everything must be blood. sacrificed. <laughs> Nothing is over. <laughs> God. Dude, I, I want a good I, kaiju. I honestly don't have a problem with it. I like the idea of them just bombarding everything and doing that stuff. Kind of like what the people are doing with the Gina Carano firing and stuff. So, mm. yeah. If just, enough people want it, yeah. Make just noise. Militarized yeah. fan base. Can't ignore them. I think this is I think this is like gorillas. definition of you not the, like Kong. But <laughs> <laughs> the definition of the toxic Kong. fandom, by the way. What yeah. is that? 
This is the definition of toxic fandom. Well, you know, it's like kind of like what against. John was saying, it's like, you know, you gave them the Snyder Cut in the first place, you know, give them an inch, they're going to take a mile. Where does it end? Maybe that's why she was shutting it down. It's like, yeah, we gave you your movie. That's it, though, folks. Don't yeah, but don't you, think that we're going to completely the thing bend is, over backwards. You give a mouse a cookie. You can't. <laughs> you can't. This is my problem with the whole like accusing it, accusing people of being toxic fans and all this is like you can't have your cake and eat it too. You can't. You can't like make movies about these worlds that have incredibly passionate communities and incredibly uh, dedicated communities to the cause, and then when you. F- fuck them up or do something that, that these people don't like and they criticize you for it turn around and be like no they're just toxic yeah it's like exactly. no maybe maybe you're the toxic one for even stepping your foot in this arena and disrespecting the community like this maybe you and, maybe you are the toxic one and aren't we also supposed to just be like driven by profits because it is a business i thought once at&t like bought warner brothers it's like okay yeah. just follow the money and if well, people are watching the snyder that's, cut, that's why yeah. AT&T, snyder that's why at&t are the ones applying that pressure to continue yeah. on with it everyone well, has well, their own the pet project say, so I'm fine yeah but uh, yeah and and i i think we, i mentioned this on one of the youtube things like the problem is hbo max's sub- subscribers are very very low and yep. when you compare their subscriber, their monthly subscriber base to the amount of money that a film like that costs, especially when you look at obviously how much special effects and, and edited material they left on the cutting room floor, they wasted a lot of money on that movie, on the theatrical version of that movie. And even re-releasing it with this new cut and finally showing all this footage, that is not a sustainable model with the the amount of income that they're making off HBO Max. And hypothetically, when theaters open back up, you know, they'll make they'll be able to make some revenue from that. But I think maybe what she's saying, if you read between the lines, is like me and Sarnoff as CEO of Warner Brothers, like I have failed because HBO Max is a flop. (laughs) HBO Max is a flop. It doesn't work. It doesn't have enough subscribers to continue making good content like this. We need to focus on low budget, low visual effects budgets like simple characters that that don't require these epic worlds to be created we cannot sustain this and and that like but she's not going to go out and do an interview like that where she's going to hold herself accountable for the success or failure of hbo max instead she's going to be like yeah it was received well we're probably going to do other stuff from here on out it's like why ann why let, like, well, what's the correlation with Nightwing the subscriber numbers? And give me my question series if we need a uh, low-budget stuff. And I will there say this. If it is confirmed that Dick Grayson is dead in the Snyderverse, let it die. Burn it if you have to. Like, no, it's dead then. <laughs> let the past die. Yeah. Kill it if you have to. <laughs> Mark, you were shaking your head. What say you? I, I don't know, man. Like, I, I want a good kaiju flick. Sounds great. <laughs> You're still getting it makes that, me though. sad. I know. <laughs> I'm excited. I like what HBO Max is just kind of doing on. a Snyderverse commercial underneath it in the comments section. I'm a Hebo shill. It's cool. I love what they got putting out over there. Make your favorite Godzilla movie again? Ah, uh, dude. I don't know. Zilla with, with yeah, Matt Broderick right. before yeah, he hit thanks. that lady. I don't know. Was, <laughs> oh my God. That was, that was long after he hit that yeah. lady. <laughs> Before but I knew about but it. But it was before we knew about it. Yeah, I was going to say, that news didn't reach the Shire for a long time, Jeff. Mark and I were unaware. <laughs> um, I don't know, man. Ah, 
I, I got nothing to contribute. I'm just excited. <laughs> the anthropologist over here. Oh, uh, more HBO Max. More HBO yeah. Max. Keep it going. Yeah, yeah, I'm going to sell these shows the streaming wars. I think AT&T and Jason Keelar are pro more HBO Max. And Sarnoff is the one that is, because she's WarnerMedia Studio. She she is not so pro HBO Max. Yeah, I mean, like, having the movies on there is rad, giving current circumstances otherwise i'll go to a theater and pop some corn yeah. uh otherwise like give me just the original content shows that got going on and all their beautiful back catalogs of things like the batman the animated series i'm into it a lot uh, of adult swim stuff on there too which i appreciate there's a lot of stuff pay me hbo but you know <laughs> uh aside from that, i don't great. need new movies on it that's fine unless they want to do like special limited series. That's like HBO always did. HBO always had good content. Sopranos, still great. We're going to take one more break. More Best M Nerd Show on the other side. It's the Microphone Alchemist Bimbo Jimbo here. And when I'm not verbally super kicking Last Jedi fans on the Best Damn Nerd Show or fantasy casting The Rock in another movie on the DLC, well, that's when I actually get to talk about wrestling. That's right. Come join me in the Wrestling War Room, where I take my mic to the mat and launch my hot takes about the Wednesday Night War between AEW and NXT. The Wrestling War Room, which side are you on? I would rather have a day job than be a Pokemon master. Han Solo is clearly more attractive than Indiana Jones. I would take the Star Wars trilogy over the Matrix trilogy any time. The Legend of Zelda versus Super Mario. Who's better in bed, Jafar or Gaston? And would Thanos masturbate with the Infinity Gauntlet or not? Every week, Nerd Rage The Great Debates brings you the funniest comics, writers, and podcasters to settle some of geekdom's most divisive topics. Find us on Spotify or wherever you find podcasts. Hey guys, it's the loquacious anime and manga lover Jammers here. Now I have watched a lot of anime and I've read an abundance of manga, so you would think that I have a pretty interesting opinion on the culture. From classics like Golden Boy and Ghost in the Shell, to masterpieces such as Psychopaths and Gangst. Come and join me as I talk about the world of anime and manga which has had a huge impact on my life. And who knows, whatever I talk about and recommend to you guys could become one of your favourite series. Ammo. With Jammers. Hi, I'm Mark Truex, and you may know me as the CSO of Star Labs from the Best Damn Nerd Show, and I'd like to invite you to join me and the Imperial Commissar Jeff Budd on another podcast of ours, the Ultra Monthly Podcast, a retrospective and monthly show where we dive deep into the Ultraverse, the 1990 superhero comic book universe from Malibu Comics. And we believe it's prime time. The Ultraverse got the love it always deserved. Are you an Ultraforce fan? We are too. You miss the glory of the 90s comic book boom? So do we. And are you obsessed with these ultras? Damn right we are. And you can join us monthly as we geek out over classic characters like Prime, Mantra, Rune, and the Nightman. So jump on now to the Ultra Monthly Podcast and subscribe today on Spotify, iTunes, and everywhere podcasts are found. Welcome back to the Best Damn Nerd Show. James Kincaid alongside Jeff Budd, Mark Truex, Jonathan Craig. And through the magic of radio, we now join our program already in progress. By the way, Mark, I watched uh, the last blockbuster on Netflix. Yeah, I did too. Did you, what, what did you think? It rang so true. Just, ah, oh, those fucking murderous bins of oh, returns. For, for, the, for those that are Mark used to, used to work at a blockbuster. 
So yeah, continue. Sorry, I've worked at many blockbusters. Yeah, I, uh, I I worked for Blockbuster about five years through college and a little bit after because you know the 08 recession. Yeah, and I closed a <laughs> well, number we call of the them. Ann off recession. Yeah, I, I was one of the the lucky few that was like. You're a good company tool. Uh, why don't you go to the next door and and you know let them all go and clear out their oh merchandise? Oh my god! Uh, so that was sweet. That was a nice hit squad gig. Oh um, it was fantastic though. I got tons of great games. I love. So the thing is, is I love Blockbuster. I didn't actually Heartless let bastard. anyone off. I wasn't high enough up on that. Uh, but but Blockbuster it was fantastic. I love the old movie store. And the last blockbuster gave a lot of feels like just them talking. If you've watched the documentary and they talk about those fucking asinine computers with their DOS programming, that yes. is literally what we have. I still had uh, just not, but maybe three weeks ago, some other past employee that I worked with at one of the stores reach out like, Hey, remember that stupid DOS program? That's fucked up. I felt like we grew up in a cult. I'm like, yeah, that's true. <laughs> like, <laughs> like having these weird like tools. Dude, uh, that lady running the last blockbuster, she has to keep those old computers on hand just to be able to repair them. That's insane. And and like all the late fees, I remember like having to tell people out on date night, sorry, bro, you don't you don't get you know like the last Airbender because you owe a dollar twenty five. Do you want to make a stink <laughs> about it in front of your lady, or you want to pitch up a dollar twenty five? Like it was weird. I, it was a weird I mean, time, but I don't love it. Dollar twenty five not to watch the last Airbender movie. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, I'd buy that for a dollar. Uh, I, I mean, yeah, I definitely thought of you though, Mark. Uh, know, knowing your backstory with Blockbuster and everything like that, and I mean, it, it seemed like it was a sort of a very unique and, and special time in your life and a, it was, a place to it work. Was. And I know John was at Hollywood Video. Uh, I don't know. If you got a Hollywood, right. Hollywood gang, son. Yeah, I, I was always you a Hollywood video guy growing up too. I was, I was just yeah. thinking, I got, I got written up, uh, I got written up there because I didn't. Um, it, I mean, by the time I worked there, like it was a failing business, and they were trying to ring people out for every penny that they had, literally. So what they would do is they would, they would make us ask people if they wanted to insure their disc, like insure their DVD for twenty five cents per per DVD. And people would be like, why would I want to do that? And I'd be like, I don't know. Like, they're just telling me to ask you. And they'd be like, so what happens? Like, what does that mean? I'm like, well, I mean, if anything happens to it, if it gets damaged, it doesn't play, da, 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 whatever. And they're like, well, couldn't I just, like, go out and buy a DVD and, like, put the disc in there? I'm like, yeah, I mean, yeah, you could do that. That's yeah. going to cost you more than 25 cents, though. Yeah, but, I mean, in their mind, it's like... they're they, they like if it happens they either pay full like full price with a markup from us or they just go to like target and buy it on the discount rack or whatever like I, it was just a stupid upsell that they made us do always and i got written up because i refused to ask people Man. if they wanted to insure their discs i was having to upsell uh the online blockbuster where it's like you have someone that's ready to check out they're in your line they have like three movies, two sodas, some popcorn, shit like that. They're ready to go home and actually have a good time. And I'm like, dude, you could watch these movies. Or how about we sign up for this online program over on this DOS computer over here? <laughs> you hang out with me for like eight minutes and I'll oh get you God. one of these three movies that are like 99 cents for free. <laughs> dude, and I sold a 
fuck ton of those memberships. Look at you, you're a good. Look at you, good little salesman. Dude, it wasn't enough. But it wasn't enough. It was insane. It was like, yeah. Let me get you this 99 cent free. Go come spend eight well, minutes with me while your wife leers over there in the corner <laughs> wanting to go home. What's interesting is Blockbuster, like, they were mailing out DVDs for a period. Yeah. And games. It was great. Yeah. I'm su- I'm, it's it's awesome. I never, I never small, partook though. in that. It, yeah. it always surprises yeah. me that a company like Netflix or, or you know, just name, name a disruptive company like that can come around. And people, like the big companies that run the industry, can't pivot quickly enough to beat them like well, blockbuster with all their infrastructure all their inventory all their cash recurring cash to be able to pivot and develop a program like that they couldn't do it and beat in the Netflix. in the documentary they talk about mm-hmm. that a little bit and that they were trying to do that but some some greedy corporate fuck was actually using like blockbuster's money to finance his own blockbuster illicit deals was- yeah it was brought in just to pay off other things yeah <laughs> like the grand oh scheme God. it was I brutal remember the and then Bot like tom switch over to dish network days i was there for that and it was like what the <laughs> fuck are we doing they, now should have been <laughs> in the documentary mark yeah <laughs> it's ridiculous instead they had kevin smith in there instead you didn't even work at blockbuster as far as i know he made uh, clerks <laughs> i love i by the way i i love i love it you're love right it. mark you did I love that, about Blockbuster, that movie Tusk. Blockbuster has become this like quaint, like quaint. It's Blockbuster has the same PR team as like George Bush. Like it's become this like quaint little video store. Like there's one left. It's like, it's looks so better cute. in your memory Missing than it that. actually was in does real anyone, life. Does it? Does anyone remember the good old Blockbuster days? Meanwhile, like Blockbuster was this ruthless corporation that like that like <laughs> sent little mom and pop video rental places it's out of true. business, yeah. ruined people's lives, their careers. Like people lost their homes because their their like mom and pop video stores went out of business when Blockbuster came to town but yeah now we remember it as like no it's beautiful it's beautiful God, they were the place. underdogs remember yeah. that there's there's still some mom and pops out there though the, which the, is the little blue and yellow engine that could uh i liked uh, hollywood video better i believe they were oh, the originators of the five-day so movie rentals and i remember a certain odyssey that jeff budd and i went on in san francisco to go to john's hollywood video because far. It, it was and jeff and i it was were playing was it yeah. was it god of war 2 God of War Two, yeah. And um, go, go ahead, ahead, Jeff. No, do you go no, ahead? No, you go ahead. Uh, no, so you bas- go ahead. I don't remember at all. Bas- basically, th- my disc for God of War Two kept glitching out at the same moment, and Jeff, we must have you probably reload reloaded the save over. It was I owned it. It, it wasn't yeah. it wasn't working. But Jeff and I had spent like the day playing God of War Two, and it was super fun. But it just kept glitching out at this one point. And we must have spent an, an hour trying to just get the game to work at that point where we we're finally like, okay, we, we, we got to just, we're just going to go rent it. We're going to go see John at Hollywood video and we're going to rent God of War 2. And it, it was an odyssey. We didn't know exactly. This was before, I certainly before I had a smartphone uh, and, you know, trying to figure out our way on the, 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 bus system that doesn't go multiple to buses all, all pet yeah. shops uh yeah. in san francisco trying to find it so we we finally against all odds find our way to john's hollywood video we rent god of war 2 we find our way all the way back to my apartment we put it in and literally <laughs> we had beaten the game it was just the last cutscene that was glitching out <laughs> there was no more gameplay left to be had oh in the whole God. fucking game it was such a fail of epic proportions 
Shut up, Mark. <laughs> was the journey fun at least? That was yeah, that was the Hollywood video. Part of the journey Hollywood. is getting to go through the aisles. <laughs> Hollywood video on Geary Street down there. So I, I had a car fresh uh sophomore year of college, but then it broke down at some points. So then I didn't have a car for a while. And I and I was commuting there via bus. It was like a 45 minute commute one way. And yeah. then I was making bare, you know, minimum wage. And then I would come home after making, you know, $45 for the day or whatever. It would take me 45 minutes to get home. It was a depressing time, dude. And then and then from there, I transferred to the Hollywood Video in Daly City. And the the store manager there would like, would like, the first couple days, he was very intense about the upselling. Very intense about the upselling of the damage waiver or the, the insurance. And also the uh, candy up. Candy up sales, up sales. Yeah, two for threes. So when I was doing checkouts, he would something for everyone. Couldn't afford that, Mark. He would stand <laughs> at the ca- at the candy rack and like give me notes after I helped customers. Like he would stand at the candy rack and like kind of peer over and like watch me to see how I was handling the customers. And then he would like come over and give me notes. But he had like he he was. He was a strange guy, and so he would do it in front of the next customers. It's like they so got a like, bunch of crunch for two dollars, but for an extra dollar, they could have gotten some sour skittles too. Don't you think they want a little something fruity in their life? Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, yeah. Do you, you know, know what? Guy? He's right. <laughs> yeah, he's right. Yeah, it so, makes sense. So after like a week of working with this guy, I cracked and I just called him one day. It was like, just take me off the schedule. I'm done. <laughs> Hmm, it's kind of like Bogo sucks. at Jamba Juice. <laughs> yeah, Bogo at Jamba Juice almost broke. You me. have a track record, sir. I do. You have I a do. Track those, record. those are the only two, but you re- you remember them well. Uh, I I do want to just say, you know, in watching the last blockbuster, I do kind of miss the the video stores and and, and going yeah. to pick out the movie, and, and it was something that in in watching it uh, as a child of divorce, uh, when my da- my dad would pick me up. Uh, after work on Saturdays, we would go to Blockbuster or Hollywood Video, but usually Blockbuster because that was what was closer. And we would pick out a couple of movies and like a video game for uh, we had our own like little movie night together. And then we'd go get like Taco Bell or some other kind of junk food and some popcorn. And we, and we would we would make a night of it and it would continue on, you know, for the next couple of days until we were finished with those movies. So it definitely uh, it's they're very nostalgic. And I, I do think that the last blockbuster in, in many parts of it hit on that nostalgia. I mean, they talk about even just like the smell of the store, the feel of those, the, the VHS holders that they were in, the Dude, sound that they make and everything. Just saying, I've cleaned up so much piss. I'm trying like to end not, on a nice moment, Mark. I know, but like not even in the bathrooms, just in the middle of an aisle. I saw a girl pop a squat and just go and, and her folks grab her by the hand and be like sorry and run out the door oh, man. like oh. i have different I connotations of the smell oh my god all right well you know what i actually think that's going to be the podcast for this week i don't think we have anywhere that we can we can go from there unless anybody has any burning thoughts about the obi-wan cast or anything like that we can we can touch on that another time but i think i think that's the perfect note to end on mark thank you it was uh it was very sweet <laughs> nostalgic <laughs> of you to share that story that's gonna do it for this edition of the best damn nerd show have a great week everyone and remember if you're a nerd always say it loud and say it proud hey everyone chris seglia ceo of the Tenno media network here 
Thank you so much for listening to our content, but we need your help. Please rate us five stars, subscribe, and give us a shining review wherever you listen to this podcast. It really, really helps us out. And one more thing, please tell a friend if you can. Tell them Tasty Steve, Hanzo Gonzo, Mark Mann, Rip, Ricky Replay, or someone who everyone loves sent you or something. That might help. Anyway, again, thank you for listening. And if you want more, make sure to check us out at www.ten-o.gg. www.ten-o.gg. You're listening to the 10010 Media Network. <laughs>